You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Zane. Joyce, it's, it's us after dark. Must see TV. And on the longest day of the year. Except longest day of the year. We're dark. recording this at night. That's why I'm in the dark here. Though I think the ring light that I have now is... It's a, it's a new one light. because your old one broke, but it did not fall on your head. It didn't fall on my head like Daniel Craig. It just broke uh, completely. Joyce, I was I, I took a, a flight home yesterday from, from Italy. I, I know, this, and you tried to zoom from Istanbul. So Istanbul, not the most uh, probably uh, amenable to a, a, a goofy podcast voice, I would guess, based on the amount of uh, security agents in the airport. And then I got on the plane. I was like, oh, I'm going to get to do all this work. Wi-Fi is going to be great on this 10-hour flight. And that worked for a total of two minutes. So I got to watch a lot of movies. And one of them was No Time to Die. And that made me think of that. Which was I, I, thought of I it. still haven't seen. It's a pretty good movie. If you're on a flight, you need three hours to kill. What a great movie to watch. Um, maybe Daniel I'll just, Craig. So. Uh, no, Joyce, we have to go through like not seeing a Daniel Craig Bond. So I can't is... believe it. You're missing out. He's so much fun. Joyce, the, this is over. the first the time. The over. It's over. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> this is the first time we've spoken since the Emmy ballots came out, Joyce, which means we have so much more to talk about now. I'm so excited. I know, because we were really treading water for two months, <laughs> literally. <laughs> there was just talking about the same thing over and over again. <laughs> really tough. But now we have so much to talk about. We have uh, So we added new categories to the Prediction Center. We have uh, a guest actor, an actress in, in a comedy and a drama and a limited series. I know you and I both have picks there. I refreshed all my picks, made a ton of changes. And I have so many thoughts about these ballots and the submissions and, and we differ on a lot because we were talking about this earlier and i'm like i think a lot of these shows should have submitted different things i mean you can say that for almost every single show probably but there are sort of rules in place and strategy to think about <laughs> i love the strategy but i just think the strategy is here's one i don't want to go out of order but i was just looking for for the music categories joyce you know how i love music uh and i know you do as well the after party and the outstanding original music and lyrics our beloved after party, which we genuinely like and love all the people involved with it because this is one we both did an interview for. So you know it's good. And you know we're not on the take at all to, to, with this opinion. But uh, they submitted Yasmer, obviously, for the songs. And the only one they submitted from that episode was Two Shots. Yeah. Um, they could have submitted all three, but... They... I'm glad they didn't submit all three. But I think Yash or whatever should have gotten in over Two Shots. I think they submitted this one because uh, it's the most dense. It, it's a great rap. one. Yeah. And, and get... I also, you know, this is the one you took issue with, with a lyric and you actually call it out to Jack Dolgen's face. <laughs> I, I love the lyric, but I just think this, it's, <laughs> it's not the West Wing after Aaron Sorkin left. Still good. Not as good as when Sorkin was there, but still good. Uh, I, I I could see Aaron Sorkin being, loved it because he did love it because he would the compliment to him. <laughs> it was as you if you saw our interview. Uh, yeah, they uh, Daniel Pemberton obviously did the music for the show and he mentioned it to Sorkin while they were doing Being the Ricardos. Remember when Being the Ricardos came out like forty years ago? That's how and Nicole long Kidman was, was going to win her second Oscar. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And happy belated uh, birthday to Nicole Kidman. It was yesterday. So yes, happy birthday. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, he told Daniel Pemberton, told Aaron Sorkin and Aaron Sorkin apparently had a, a good chuckle at the idea of the West Wing being gr garbage after he left, but it was still good. Love the Santos stuff, as I said, 
Love uh, Vinick. Glenn Close episode, The Supremes, up there, man. Great stuff. Uh, But no, so that's an interesting thing. And like you said, it's all about strategy. You don't want to submit too many things. And like, you know, that is a good song. And it has both Ben Schwartz and Sam Richardson in there as as, as lyricists, obviously, or or, or singers. You know, they're they're in it, not lyricists, excuse me. Um, So yeah, I mean, I understand it, but I think Yeah, Sure, Whatever is a better song. Um, I mean, I love all three of them. It's so hard. I was just listening to to them again yesterday obviously from my Ben Schwartz mix on Spotify so it's the best um yeah I think yeah like I, I don't know if they would have gotten all three in had they submitted all three I don't think so so I think it's smart of them to just pick one and this is also the first song in the episode so it's a great it, song and it also reminds me of like it's it's very uh similar to a Lonely Island song or like something you would imagine would be like an Emmy favorite certainly a little more like a uh crazy ex-girlfriend style song obviously too so it makes sense that it's like kind of in there but i just think yeah sure whatever and people are watching this are like yeah sure whatever we don't care but i i think it's a good song that's it so that, that's the all idea three of them are great songs so we they're just need to get this one in because this is this is it's one shot one shot for two shots so I thought you get two shots, Joyce. As long you as get you two get shots in life, but this is its one shot and an Emmy in music and lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the ballots things. We'll talk a lot about the ballots, but let's do, I want to, we could go to the, we added these new predictions and we refreshed all our predictions, uh, which is so much fun. Finally move some things in, but we could start with, we want to do the guest actors, I think, and actresses. Uh, we start with comedy, Joyce. Uh, there's just a lot of people here. Here's who I came up with. You tell me what you think. What do you got? I, I did this like, not, I wouldn't call it half-assed, but I would just say like, I just didn't put a lot of thought into it. I was like, this is, this is what I think it should be. And this is what it's going to be. That's how I went with it. Uh, and these are not even in any particular order, except for the first one. Sharon Stone, flight attendant, should win an Emmy. She's awesome on the flight attendant. Love her so much. Uh, I have Kelly Bishop from Mrs. Maisel, Laurie Metcalf from Hacks, Harriet Sanson Harris from Hacks. Ariana DeBose for SNL and Jane Lynch from Only Murders. Okay. Um, I have Jane, Laurie. Uh, oh, I have both Janes, Jane Lynch, Laurie Metcalf, Jane Adams, uh, Harriet Sensum Harris, Sharon Stone, and Quinta Brunson from A Black Lady Sketch Show. So you have multiple, you have three hacks then? I have three hacks, yeah. So you have Jane Hacks, in there. Hacks can make up this entire category because it's mid at six and it there's did. six spots. <laughs> and yet, so Jane got in last year. I don't. Yeah. I didn't really understand it last year. I definitely don't understand it this year. No offense, Jane Adams, who I think is a great actress. I just am like, of the Hacks actors, I think of the guest actresses, she's like, like probably my, not least, fa- well, yeah, I wouldn't, I would not have her in. I would, I would even put, uh, who was I just thinking of from Hacks? Oh, Susie Essman in uh, before her. So I, I guess I guess you're saying she would get in just because she got in last year, basically. She got in last year, and I think um, she was only in one episode this season, the sixth episode. But I I think this stuff, like the arc between her character um, and Ava, was really good. Like they did a lot um, in the one progressing episode. that relationship in just that one episode with them. So. Just the fact that she got in last year, um, I think helps her get back in this year. Um, and then, yeah, I don't have her winning. So I have Jane Lynch winning. Jane Lynch is so good on Only Murders. 
I know. And she's back in season two, which is premiering next week. And that'll help. But I just think Sharon Stone should, I, I thought Sharon Stone is so, she's like a revelation on Flight Attendant. This she's is really good. I just, I just don't know how um, Flight Attendant will do. So I, I have her getting in. So I don't know if like she'll actually win it. Cause they, they can be so lazy in the yeah. guest categories. Like, and they're just voting not necessarily for the best performance obviously no. but like their favorite show or their, their favorite people so that's what i was that would why that would be why gene lynch would probably win then because she's the, like a, a favorite and the show is more beloved probably than flight attendant but man sharon stone rules and this is a spoiler alert choice for our other content that we'll do this week we're going to do the 1993 oscars and i'll tell you what i'm gonna be talking a lot about sharon stone when we do that because she rules it's great you year watch the ceremony yet I watched just the opening and it's a, uh, what, what do they call her? Uh, the stunning Sharon Stone. It's another uh, adjective. If that. you've been watching yeah. those videos, you'll know that Joyce and I love that. Every woman is just- It's just beautiful, re- gorgeous. Just beautiful. The most reductive uh, <laughs> retrograde sexist stuff. It's every actress is gorgeous and every man is talented. <laughs> but wait until you get to when she presents on the show. So. I can't wait. I might actually watch it tonight after we, we do this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that that that's what I got. So it seems like we're kind of on the same page pretty much here. Yeah, I don't have any SNL in. And I feel like if there's any year for SNL to not make this category, it's this year. So, and they didn't submit, I think they only submitted four. They didn't even submit Natasha Leone, who- uh, No, and they her. didn't have a lot of uh, female hosts as, as it turns out. Well, they don't usually do anyway, so. No. Yeah. Um, I put Ariana DeBose because actually like while we both have, t- we've talked about frequently that the show had not as much buzz this year as it has in years past. I do think her episode uh, was one of the most well-received and she was really fun on it and she won an Oscar. So uh, based on that name recognition and the fact that she's also really good in Schmigadoon and all these things and the episode was really good. I was like, I think she would get in, but I don't know. We'll see uh, for comedy actor Joyce guest actor this is just a, a wing and a prayer again I have James Caverly winning for, for for only murders just the best great episode absolutely my favorite episode of that whole first season I also have uh Albert Brooks for Curb Kieran Culkin for SNL Jason Sudeikis for SNL Nathan Lane for only murders and John Mulaney for SNL I did three SNLs um yeah contrary to guest actress i have multiple snl people in this one too because there are always an abundance of men yes so um i have nathan lane winning it'd be great i have a double murders um nice. and i have karen jason i have our guy uh ace guards alexander Skarsgård for atlanta okay you can have a double noms in gust and i have him getting one nom for sure <laughs> i have uh my guy bill Hader for curb Right. And then my hope diction, Devin Sawa for Hacks. I almost put Devin Sawa in because I know you love him. And I was like, Joyce will just put him in, so I don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to support him because I'm supporting no, him. I, know. I will say, I think Bill Hader is actually like a real possibility because he's not, I believe he played not him. He didn't play himself on the season of Curb. No. And he, he played three he, characters. Yeah, multiple people. Yeah. So I, I think that's like, that should get him in. Maybe I'll actually, I'm doing it live. I'm putting him in. John Mulaney, I'll see you later. But uh, Bill Hader's getting in for Curve, sorry. The other other person I thought of for SNL, so you don't have James Caverly, even though you love I him. don't, I thought about it. And then I was like, I'm going to hope Dick Devin right now. 
the other person I thought would be good would be uh, Jared Carmichael. I, I thought about that too. Um, for SNL? I was that trying was to a... figure out how many SNL guys I was going to do. Maybe I'll put him in too. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw him all in. I threw out John Mulaney so I could throw him in. And that means Albert Brooks, my one beloved. SNL for another. Albert Brooks, see you later as well. So sorry to that man. But. <laughs> So I still have a curb in an SNL, just different curb in SNL. So if you are just, if you stopped watching this video two minutes ago, you would have had, you would be go to my predictions and be like, what did Chris do? He didn't talk about these people, but there you go. A uh, lot of, you know, like you said, this could be all SNL. It could be multiple hacks. Sam Richardson for Ted Lasso, I thought of. I thought about him too. Um, yeah, Ted has multiple guys in here as well. But remember last year when, everyone was predicting Anthony head. I don't, I don't think he would get in. Yeah. The other person I thought of maybe putting in just on a name recognition is Bowen Yang for uh, Aquafina, Nora from Queens. Um, this again, also reminds me of last year when he was up for girls five Eva. Yeah. I didn't put him in, but I'm just like, I could see people just being like, I like Bowen Yang, put him in. Uh, so that was those. That's comedy. Now I have to jump ahead, Joyce. Broadly, with com- let's just while we're on comedy, Joyce. Broadly, uh, I still have hacks winning. Same, obviously, but uh, I made I made several changes. Um, same. Well, first of all, I dropped flight attendant and I put back in what we do in the shadows. <laughs> I dropped the minx and put in what we do in the shadows. Wow. Sorry to that man, minx. <laughs> I love minx so much. But I'll tell you what, we were talking about this earlier. A lot of the submissions uh, it made for writing and directing, it feels like happy to be here submissions rather than like we're in it to win it submissions. I mean, it's a long shot to get nominated anyway. That's so. that's what it felt like. That they, they did the pilot, I believe, for both writing and directing. Yeah, but like they like they they like pilots. So. A lot of shows like pilots, and I understand that's like kind of the play, but as a fan of the show, it would not be my first choice. Yeah, but I think it makes sense for a new show to submit a pilot. Um, you know, not every show does that, but most do. And it's just, it's a, obviously a good introduction for right. voters if you have not seen the show yet and you're planning on checking out. So show. you and I, so we both have what we do in the shadows now. We differ, I think, on, I think you probably have Atlanta and I have the after party. Yes, I still have Atlanta. And I have the after party. The other picks would be Hacks, Barry, Ted Lasso, Only Murders, Mrs. Maisel, and Abbott Elementary. Those are my six. Mm-hmm. And then after party and what we do in the shadows. After party, we were talking about this briefly beforehand and earlier. Man, Apple is really pushing it. And Phil Lord and Chris Miller, your best friends, are also really pushing it. And I feel like that's going to get an enthusiasm. It will get a nom based on that enthusiasm, I think. But Apple is pushing all of its shows so i don't think it's like it doesn't have any other comedies to push though really it's not like pushing mythic quest no offense to mythic quest (laughs) you know it's like this is their comedy they're actually pushing they actually seemingly are pushing one comedy two dramas the one more than the other would be severance over pachinko and then one limited series right with we crash those are the ones that are really aggressively the morning show they're really not aggressively pushing it though, compare it seemingly at least from my social media feeds. I mean, that's also just curated to like your likes as well. Wait, you're telling me the algorithm like pays attention yeah. to what I like? And yeah. it's like just feeding you didn't know me, that? Yeah. It's feeding me the stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's not a 
not a big brother, not a you clean, know. Uh, clean thing. So I like the after party, and then it's like we're going to keep telling you the after party is going to get an Emmy, maybe Emmy nomination, maybe I don't know. Uh, let's see. Other, I didn't do much for actress. I still have Gene Smart winning, Rachel Brosnahan, Sarah Lancashire, Quinta Brunson, Kaylee Cuoco, and Selena Gomez. Um, so I dumped Natasha Leone for Tracy Ellis Ross. I'm just going to okay. go for a farewell nom for Tracy. So who do you have from that? Then do you not have Selena Gomez? I don't have Selena, now. And you have the other five that I had. Yes. I could see Tracy Ellis Ross easily getting nominated. So uh, Selena Gomez is more like a hope, hope and a prayer. I, I would love to see her get in. I just don't know. I mean, obviously, Steve Martin and Martin Short are a lot stronger than she is. So I have both of them in. I have Bill Hader winning, Jason yeah. Sudeikis, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Anthony Anderson, and I'm sticking with Jake Johnson. I'll go down with that shift. Um, I I still have Jake as well as my home production. I'll probably yes. change it before. No, keep, keep 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 hope alive with Jake. I I'm keeping him alive right now during voting, <laughs> <laughs> but I I have Donald in there still. Wow, you don't have Donald. No, I just don't think Atlanta. First of all, he wasn't on very much this season. And but then, I, I don't think that matters because like this category, as we've talked about, is always very weak. It is. I was surprised it actually got to six slots. I really thought it was only going to be five. Based on submission. Well, I mean, there's enough people. It's just like overall. Yeah. You know what I mean? For comedy supporting actress choice, I actually made a change here. I have Hannah Einbinder winning over Hannah Wadding. Did you do that like two weeks ago? Did I do it two weeks ago? Well, I, I still have it. After what? I the, still have it in after the finale. I did it. And then well, I have I still have Sarah Goldberg one. I have Sarah Goldberg's in third, Alex Borstein, Juno Temple, Janelle James, Kate McKinnon, and Meg Stalter. I put in too. I put in Meg as well. And I dropped uh sadly Shelly Roth to do that. Me too. So I mean, I just think Hax is gonna be like a pretty significant uh I feel like it it's kind of you know, not counting the guest categories, I feel like it's poised to add another acting nomination in the regular categories. And in supporting actor, I have Paul W. Downs in lieu of Carl Clemens Hopkins. And I feel like Jimmy and Kale are such a package deal <laughs> that if you're voting for one, you're probably going to vote for the other. Yes. And I don't know if you watched Gene Smart and Martin Short's Actors on Actors. No, but you told me about it, but tell me. I did, yeah. Tell, tell the people. Um, he was just raving about Meg. I mean, she is like the funniest, like I would say, like in my opinion, she's the funniest part of the show. She is legit laugh out loud funny. The show is funny, but like she is doing jokes and really- I also funny. think she won over a lot of people who were maybe not that into her from the first season which I yes. totally get to, but the way uh, they really developed her character and in such a short period of time too, because she was like in the first two episodes and then gone for a few. And then they obviously, you know, wrapped it up with her and Jimmy at the end. Um, yeah, I thought it was really well done. So I, I think she's won over or like the characters won over some new fans this season too. I, I really enjoyed the season, obviously. And like I said, I thought the finale is like the best thing of anything this year, but I would say that the one thing I think this season did really well was like advance her and Paul Downs. I think both of them had like a lot more, a lot more material to like dig into. I have Paul in too. Do you have Carl Clemens Hopkins as well then? No, I don't have Carl. I still have our guy Ben Schwartz who I don't okay. know if I'll keep 
I'm keeping him. I I looked at, I'm going to put him in the win. I have Brett Goldstein, Tony Shalhoub, Henry Winkler, Ben Schwartz, Kerrigan, Anthony Kerrigan, Bowen Yang, Paul Downs, and Nick Muhammad. Or my um, I I put Henry Winkler in first. So I have Barry winning three acting awards, <laughs> but not series. That's awesome. Like the it's the mayor of East Town of uh, yeah. comedy. Next mayor of East Town. Next, uh, everybody loves Raymond. So I think of the three, Sarah's got the longest shot. I would argue, but I think Henry Winkler could definitely win. Henry, the finale was great for yes. Henry, Bill, Sarah, and Anthony. Um, sadly, Stephen Rue didn't have that much to do in the finale, but seven is a good episode for him, right? Um, so yeah, and just it'll be hilarious if henry and matthew McFadden win because they both their characters both basically did the same thing <laughs> yes their finales that aired exactly six months apart mm-hmm. so. <laughs> uh let's go to drama joyce uh this one let's see for the guest actors uh a classic i'm, I'm scroll it just takes so long to scroll i'm scrolling here so i'm just well, killing time scrolling um good luck to anyone who wants to check out the drama supporting actor ballot because it takes like 57 years to get through. It's very long. Yeah. Uh, for guest actress Joyce in a, in a drama series, Harriet Walter, Succession, have her winning. I have uh, Lee Yu Mi for Squid Game, Hope Davis for Succession, Marsha Gay Harden for Morning Show, Jackie Weaver, Yellowstone, and I put Elaine May in for The Good Fight. I thought about um, Elaine. But I, instead, I have triple succession. So I couldn't put Sanaya Latham in just because she doesn't really do that much. She doesn't. And and I don't think it's enough of a... I don't think she's enough of a name to get away with not doing that much, personally. Yeah, it's true. Um, but I guess Elaine is a name. She's That's never what I was thinking. Me. Right. But also, they don't really care about the good fight. No. I know they don't care about it, but I think that her name recognition will help her get in, honestly. But uh, do you have Harriet winning? Obviously. Just an amazing actor. She's so um, unbelievable. And in the Shantyshire, uh, is Shantyshire? Like Shiv, like she'd, she'd rather have a dog. than That him. scene is just unreal. I watched it like multiple times. It's just such a great scene. And then even at the end in the finale, I know the different episode, but like when she's on the phone, just her on the phone with him, it's just her, she's amazing. It's just the best line reading. Great phone acting. <laughs> really good, really good phone acting to the point where I like, I'd love to know, was she actually on the phone in the scene? I feel like she was probably next in the next room. But it sounded like she was on the phone. It's just too. I good. mean, they were all in Italy, so right. I, I just feel like it was too good. It, it's it was just a incredible. So I really do hope she wins. Um, and then for actor, I have uh, I have our boy Adrian Brody winning for Succession. I have James Cromwell from Succession, Ron Cephas Jones for This Is Us, Martin Shore for The Morning Show, Ace Scars for Succession, and then Coleman Domingo for Euphoria. Love Coleman Domingo. Of course they do. I interviewed him, so that's why. <laughs> but he's also great on it. <laughs> um, I have Ace Gardner's winning. Um, nice. He's great. And then I have Ron Sivas Jones, two-time winner, who was not submitted last year, but back this year. Uh, we have Adrian and James and Martin. And then I have my hope diction, Richard E. Grant <laughs> for Loki. Wow. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you who I want to put in, and I actually might right now, though I don't know who I would take out 
is uh justin kirk for succession i know i wanted to do so that too. i was like should i do for succession <laughs> it could really be you could actually have even more because we could have uh arian is there arian moyed. arian moyed yeah who's um, so good i know yeah i really love justin and what it takes um justin is amazing i would say arian's like the lowest probably probability just because like he's not as prominent that would just be like a, a vote for stewie it would be a vote for stewie because you love the character and also like arian had inventing anna and he's doing miss marvel right now and people obviously really like him and he was in spider-man so it would definitely be like a name check almost. like a minute <laughs> still i was like it would be like a name check but i could see it happening but whatever justin kirk would be amazing i just don't know who to take out i know because i'm like i would I... honestly take out martin short from morning show yeah but um it's so again it's like such an against type thing and he's martin short and people love him so i don't know i'm not doing it but i'd love justin kirk to get in and i actually hope they have more i hope season four does more with that and like has him become like a bigger role well, in, in their timeline, they'll be coming up on the election. So if he's running, I feel like they could have him doing more. And the dynamic between him and, and Kieran was amazing. Just the entire character itself <laughs> was so good. It's just, just so good. I guess- yeah, I want to put him in, but I don't- mm. you, you don't have Coleman Domingo either? No. I mean, I guess I could drop Richard E. Grant for someone, but then it's like I have four succession people. <laughs> you should keep Richard E. Grant because, like, he's your boy. He's my boy. I know. And I know, like, like Jonathan Majors is also up for guest. Um, and he would be great. I love him in Loki. I think that's such a it's such a tricky performance because it's all exposition and he does it so well. And it's like, you're it's a great performance because he's a character you don't know who it is and an actor hasn't been on the show and just comes in and just dominates the finale. And it actually is awesome. That Loki remains the best Marvel show, but like that, that really worked. It just works so well. Yeah. And that scene is like, what, like 15, 20 minutes just in his office. Yeah. Uh, anybody else here you toyed with? Um, no, not really. Mark Hamill for Book of Boba Fett and his deep fake Well, face. it's interesting because like, you know, you recall last year, our guy, Timothy Oliphant, got in from Mandalorian. But I just don't think uh, Boba has the same strength behind it. No, Boba Fett wasn't very good <laughs> uh, compared to Mandalorian. <laughs> so. so you're not going to pre predict him. I'm not. If I was going to predict anybody from Boba Fett, it would actually be Pedro Pascal because when Boba Fett was awesome was when it was like Mandalorian season. <laughs> it was like Mandalorian season 2B, basically. <laughs> and it was great. When Mandalorian showed up, it was like, this show is amazing. I love it so much. And then it kind of like kind of moved around a little bit. Uh, not as well without Mandalorian. Love Mandalorian. Um. And then we have to do limited series choice. I have to do more scrolling here. You for... mean just limited series, the five? No, not just the five. We'll go back to that because it is only five, but for guests. Oh There's no, there no is guests no. Guests unlimited. I'm sorry. I forgot <laughs> the other categories we added were animated competition, reality, host, and variety. We don't, do you want to do those or no? Um, I mean, I think they're going to be pretty similar to last year's. Yeah. I mean, we can if you want to. <laughs> well, limited like we could do limited series because I was actually like stumped on five here, so it will only be five based on the numbers. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have I have the 2021 three dope sick white lotus and maid. Yes. And then I kept the staircase because I have 101 odds on it and I don't want to lose that yet. (laughs) Not bad. I wondered if it was going to be, that show ended up being like pretty fraught. Like a lot of uh, the people involved were very unhappy with it. I wonder how much people care about that though. Not at all. No. 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 I, I have We Crashed and I have the dropout in with the 2021 three. I'm I actually, have the dropout as well. That's what if the dropout is not making it in? It, does it feel like I, I like, I've taken it out. I'm putting it back in. I was debating between that under Banner of Heaven and 1883. So, I feel like the dropout has lost all its buzz. So the buzz for the dropout, I always felt like it was never there. Um, really, when it premiered, like it, like it got like fine reviews, right? Not like overly glowing reviews right Right. always like the Amanda Seyfried show and then I felt like as it was airing um this kind of support developed around it but it didn't feel like it was from the actual viewership you know what I mean like not it wasn't it didn't feel like it was like fan like based like on fan support really um so I don't know like how organic it was um and then, you know, I had like some viral moments, you know, with like her dancing and everything and all those clips. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, but once like the season ended, it, it kind of feels like you just, you're still just talking about Amanda's performance and not really the show overall. So it's funny. I'm like trying to, like, I was trying to like read the tea leaves of what they submitted for like certain things for like directing. They did the third episode and then the sixth episode i believe i just had it open i don't remember what those were (laughs) the third episode is called green juice it was michael showalter as theranos rapidly explains elizabeth's technology struggles to keep pace and then sunny considers joining the company and then the sixth episode iron sisters is when uh tyler schultz and erica chung are like figuring out things now that episode is great but i'm shocked that they did not do old white men which is i think when most people were like this show is really good because it did the first three you have Ruck coming in, great performance. It's all like, it's when the tone of the show really like locks true, in. Yeah. And it's like, the first three, I think are fine. Like we had talked about, it's like a lot of setup and they have them all aired all at once. And then you get four is like, oh, this show's great. That was how I kind of went into it. And I was like, oh, it's interesting that they did not pick that for directing. And I don't think they did it for writing either. I had it open before. Um. I think Showwater only directed the first four. So yeah, he could have submitted that one. Right. Um, but I don't think Liz Merriweather wrote that one. So no. Hold on. I have I have to open it. I opened the wrong ballot choice. There's so many ballots. Wow. It's also like 57 pages. There's <laughs> yeah, there's 62. Uh so it looks like this was I'm in a hurry, which was I'm in a hurry. That, that's the the premiere. Mm, it must be because it's the only one that doesn't have a. It's, that's because you know that's when she's in college and you know yeah she's listening to the song and everything. Um, yeah, and like Liz Merriweather wrote that one, so mm-hmm. so that's what they did for writing. Um, but yeah, I'm actually now not sure it's going to get in, but I don't know what I would take out for it you know what i mean like there's so many like how do you like you have the staircase 
I have we crash still because again I'm going with like Apple love like is really pushing it and I actually think people do like it and I think it has stood the test of time more than the dropout at this point. I'm surprised you don't have 1883. So I would put 1883 in over the dropout at this point if I took out one of the if I took out the dropout or we crashed I think I would take out dropout and put in 1883. In fact, yeah, like I I thought about putting it in. I'm going to do it right now. I'm doing it live. Dropout's out. And I'm putting 1883 in. There's just so many shows, though. Like, you could put any of these shows in, I feel like. Yeah. Like, it's so hard to figure out the other shoe spots. I I will say I made another change, too, that you'll be like, I can't believe you finally did it. I took out, I finally took out um, Ben Foster and limited (gasps) series actor. Wow. Because it's just too I put in Samuel L. Jackson actually for last days of. Uh, oh, okay. So who do you, I, I made a lot of changes. Uh, well, no, not not so much to actor, but I did to the actress. My actress one is wild. So my I, actress one is uh, Manda Seyfried, Margaret Quilly, Jessica Chastain, Julie Garner, Anne Hathaway, and Isabel May. Okay, so I have Amanda, Margaret, Tony Collette who is going lead for the staircase as we've mentioned right um jessica i put in lily james wow and then i put back in julia roberts wow joyce <laughs> I'll know, tell I, you this. You. <laughs> I will say this again I, i'm just going on anecdotal like what are people doing lily james is getting a big push i feel like for for pam and tommy so is sebastian stan but they're like out there I don't know if that's going to work, but why not? I mean, they're definitely like going out there and being like, we put a lot of work into this. So I could see it. Yeah. Um, Cause I've always had him in. I didn't have her in. Right. I think if and... he's going to get in and she has to get in because hers is the trickier performance. And it is so much, you know, for like all it like we talk about with like Oscars all the time, like the physical transformation, her entire performance is like helped by phys- like she is, got just every she's completely done with like makeup and like prosthetics to play yeah and her voice is completely different obviously it's like like truly an unrecognizable performance and i think what i ultimately put her in because the show did premiere earlier than the spring onslaught it premiered in february um so say what you want to uh will about the show but I think, you know, you've been talking a whole year about their quote-unquote transformations, even though they're right. hair and makeup. But, like, I think they're both good. And so I kind of just did a pairing with them and also with Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. So but we that did meant, the- That meant I dropped my girl Claire Foy because I still have Paul Bettany. <laughs> <laughs> so we did we did opposite pairing because i did jared and ann for we crashed i just think they're inseparable. Just down the ship with we crashed. i love it i love the show and i just think they're amazing on both they're both like really i know good. i i abandoned ann i'm sorry Anne. oh no you're ann already an emmy winner i'm sorry joyce i gotta say i watched uh house this is a sidebar but i watched house of gucci uh on the plane no, you told me great movie <laughs> Four stars. I, I have not rewatched it since I saw it. Absolutely rewatch it. Lady Gaga was robbed. They done ro- robbed Lady Gaga. That was my take. Holy cow. She should have won Best Actress. But you know uh, what I heard the full version of over the weekend? 
the Lady Gaga Top Gun song? Yes, hold my hand. I Good song. I will say this is, I mean, this not as an insult to anybody in any, any place, but having now goes to Italy once here, I'm not going to talk about this too much, but having been in Italy for a week and hearing Italians, native Italians speak English, both Jared Leto and Lady Gaga, not those accents were not bad. They were pretty legit. I would say. Um, Lady Gaga is Italian. What do you no, mean? I'm saying, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like a native, she's not like a native Italian, like speaker. The work that they did on those accents that was roundly mocked by us also, including myself. Uh, very good. I thought <laughs> also held up really well. The problem is sometimes when you're, I think I was thinking like, sometimes it sounds fake just because you're like, it can't possibly sound like that in real life, but then it does. But sometimes it's like it's too real almost. You know what I mean? Like it's hard. Well, I think it's accent. also because they're using that accent to speak in English. Right. But I'm saying like when people speak Italian who speak English to you, like that is sometimes how they sound, I guess I would say. Well, yeah. So I mean, uh, I've, I've heard Italians from Brooklyn. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, House of Gucci, great movie. Watch it on a plane or on DVD, I guess. This is my last plug for House of Gucci. Uh, so you have Tony Collette in. I don't have her in, but I'm now like thinking maybe I should. I mean, she's, I still believe she's supporting, more supporting. It's, it's borderline. I understand why, I guess, strategically they're pushing her lead to also uh, make room for the, the real, I guess, quote unquote, real supporting ladies in the staircase, which I'm also, it, it's a nightmare for me as well in supporting both supporting categories because there's seven slots in both. In this climate, I don't know why, like true nightmare. And I've had like Julia Binoche in and out. <laughs> I put Julia Binoche in actually. And I think the other person I put in with now seven is, is Danielle Deadweiler for Station Eleven. Oh, so you're back on Station Eleven. Well, in that performance, I am. My, my list is for supporting actress in limited series is Jennifer Coolidge, Andy McDowell, Caitlin Deaver, Faith Hill, 1883, uh, Connie Britton, Julia Binoche, and Danielle Deadweiler. That's my seven. So I have... Jennifer Coolidge, Caitlin Deaver, Connie Britton, Annie McDowell, Alexandra Daddario, Rosario Dawson. And then like just today, I dropped Julia Binoche for Laurie Metcalf. Wow. Back to Laurie Metcalf? I don't know what to do. There's a seventh slot. What do I do? Julia Binoche. She had like the major role in the show. I know. But like the thing is, like she doesn't, her stuff doesn't start until the back half. And I'm just thinking, is this another... Mrs. America scenario with the show where remember like yeah. Sarah Paulson had her her episode her big episode was at the end of the season and they clearly did not get to it and she because <laughs> she wasn't nominated and they all the Mrs. America people they nominated were from the beginning of the season so it's like they gave up on the show I think she so I'm just will. wondering I like well, I, think will they I don't think people far? gave up on the show I don't think people gave up on the staircase because it's like a mystery it's a different scenario than Mrs. America you want to watch it because it's a it's a mystery show I don't know if it's a mystery show because it's like you could have seen the documentary and just follow the case the past. Like, Do you think people watch documentaries? Yes, the docuseries. That was huge. I love documentaries. And I know was, we like documentaries, but I'm saying, do you think like Jane? No, Joe I don't Jane, mean like they're uh, watching the, the, the docuseries now, like they have seen it. So it's like they already maybe. know the result of the case. Maybe. I think it played more like a mystery and I think people would watch it more than- I don't I think, I don't think it plays like a mystery because I think- it's because I don't even consider the show about that because it's more about like the criminal justice system. Right. Um, 
and they show like all these variations of you know Tony Collette dying and everything and but yeah like Juliet like all her stuff's at the end so I don't know she's really good but it's like backloaded I think she's I think she's in the episodes in the beginning but it's just like her helping Colin Firth get ready for right. the trial. I'd be curious to see how it plays. I don't know. A lot of these shows, I'm just like, will they like, like for Pam and Tommy, for instance, it could have three acting nominations, right? I have Seth Rogen in for supporting. Sebastian Stan, like we said, and Lily James. For Staircase, it could have three and a series nomination. Like, or it could have none or maybe one, Colin Firth. You know what I mean? It's just like- Yeah, I don't, yeah. Cause again, this is- it, this the staircase premiered May fifth, and I wouldn't say it became a huge hit or anything. Right. So, and more of it now lately has been written about. I feel like when I see it getting written about, it's from the real life parties being like, "That's not fair." Michael Peterson. <laughs> so, I'm just like, I you know who knows, but also it's like on HBO and obviously has like a huge like top level cast of like major people and was very well received. So I don't know. It could go either way. Same thing with like the like. Like we'll laugh here, but if you told me that the offer got like four Emmy nominations in in top categories, I would not be surprised. But do you know who I put in into my seventh slot? Matthew, good. <laughs> Hell yeah, put him at the top. He's winning. Seven slots. What am I gonna do? <laughs> put him in. I've had him in. He rules. Joyce, I interviewed Matthew Good. I know you did. And you already had him in before you interviewed him. So that was one where I even before I interviewed him, I was like, wow. When I interviewed him, I was like, I really mean this. You are my favorite horse of the year. It wasn't just me saying it. It true, it was true, a true statement. I absolutely love that. And what did he say? He was great. Uh, he's an absolute charmer. Uh, he did it from his iPhone, which we don't love usually. But you know what? When you're so charming and handsome and like British. Matthew Good is, we'll make exceptions. Yeah. And also he was, he was traveling. So he was, he was in LA and he was like, he, he, at the end of the interview, he was like, you're my last, I got one left. And then I'm going to go to the bar. And I was like, Matthew, good. You rule. Wow. Love he that guy. Last one. Save uh, the best for last. So I have him winning. And then I think we have all the same ones. Do you have, do you have Tim McGraw in there? I have Tim McGraw in. I don't have any 1883 people. No, I have, I have Murray Bartlett, Naveen Andrews. I have my guy, Wyatt Russell. <laughs> nice. So. I have Michael Stubarg for the staircase. Not wow, the but offbeat thinking, Michael Stubarg. I, I also, before I put in Matthew Good, I was like, what if I just go double Stubarg just to be safe? Wow. <laughs> and then I have I put one H Macy back in, and Steve's on for the White Lotus. Oh, that's pretty so. good. I don't have any of those guys in. I have mine is much less. I have Matthew Good, Murray Barlett, Naveen Andrews. Do you have in or no? Yeah. No. Uh, Sam, Seth Rogen, Tim McGraw, Peter Sarsgaard, and Nick Robinson. So I dropped both Nick and Peter. I could see that happening. Like we had talked about, I think previously, like Peter Sarsgaard, someone who was ranked very high in the odds the whole season. The middle camp of the season. And then nobody puts him in. Uh, I would, of the people you mentioned, I would put William H. Macy in for the dropout. I really do love him in it. I just was like, he's not in it very much. And the character no, is such it's a sort of like Lori, like they're similar in that regard. Like they're kind of in the beginning a little bit and then they come back at the end to bring her down. But man, he's really good on it. He has a, a fake forehead and, you know, they nominated him a billion times for Shameless. And so. he's, he's quite good. Uh, I can see it happening. Do you want to do Joyce? Let's do our, uh, I want to go to the bat. Uh, anything else with these categories of the acting? Um, 
No, did we do drama besides guest? I don't even remember. No, but we could go back to that. Hang on. Let me, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, uh, oh, I'm gonna my go. only big change in drama is uh, I dropped Bridgerton from series. Wow. And I put in Yellow Jackets. <laughs> wow, went back to Yellow Jackets? I don't know what to do. What do well, you do in the eighth slot? You have This Is Us. So. I have This Is Us. Do you have, so we have the same, I have Succession, yeah, Squid we have, Game. We have the same seven probably, and then. Yeah, Succession, Squid Game, Ozark, Better Call Saul, Stranger Things, Yellowstone, Severance, and This Is Us. Mm-hmm. I've been toying with dropping Jennifer Aniston from, as well, uh, but I haven't done okay. it yet. I don't know who I would put in, that's why. I, I honestly would put in like Britt Lower from uh, Severance, or Lauer, I guess. Mm. Yeah, so I put back Yellow Jackets just because I, before I would have had four Netflix shows. Right. And then I was just like, that's probably not going to happen. And then so I debated putting in This Is Us. But I I don't know. I, I guess I'll just, because I know it's already been dropped before in a competitive year and I guess like Yellow Jackets being new, it's still untested. So. I don't know. I could, I, I, I think, know. I think Severance hurt Yellow Jackets because it's a similarly flashy new mystery show. But it's an unlimited ballad. Like, I know, but I think like Severance is like, better. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think like if you like both shows, I don't see why you just wouldn't vote for both of them. You could vote for both of them, but I guess I would say like, I don't think, I think Yellow Jackets would be much further down the list than Severance. I think Severance is a better show than Yellow Jackets. And I think This Is Us is like, cons- I think would be a consistent shower on these lists. I think like Yellow Jackets would be more polarizing. Mm. Yeah. Plus I, I have two. This is Us has like the legacy. Right. Vote. And you have Sterling and Mandy in. So I was like, it's obviously. I do. I have Sterling and Mandy. Oh, oh, you know who else I put in? Chris Sullivan. Wow. I don't watch him not get him now because I'm predicting him. <laughs> I do not have Chris Sullivan in, but I will tell you, I have I have both Sadie Sink and Millie Bobby Brown in. I already we already talked about this. Love it. And Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> I love my supporting actress rates. It's great. Uh I have both Jonathan Meggs and Giancarlo Esposito for Better Call Saw. And then Turturro for Severance. I sadly dropped Jonathan. Um I didn't want to, but I just don't know. I mean, if we're being really truthful, the supporting actors from Better Call Saul who should be getting in this season are Patrick Fabian and Michael Mando, even though he should have been submitted in guest because he only appeared in three episodes, so he was guest eligible. Uh, I will say both of those actors have been doing a lot of press, certainly because they were more post-mortem but I just, like, press. Actors don't watch that show. That's the I know. problem. I'm like, just writers saying, watch that show. Well, actors might not watch that show, but I'm saying, like, I guess, yeah, you're right. They don't watch that show. I don't know. <laughs> Ray Seahorn still never nominated. I know. But no, <laughs> but the Hollywood Reporter told me she is going to get nominated. She she was on cover variety. Better call Kim. So good cover. Uh Joyce, let's do the ballots because we had different opinions. So you and I, we've talked about this a lot last year, how you want to be strategic with what you submit. Because you don't want to oversubmit. Now we saw this uh, a great example was like Ted Lasso last year. I think submitted like multiple episodes they did again this year and hack submitted one episode and then when it was nominations came there were like three ted lasso episodes for like writing 
or directing? Um, it was directing, I think. I think mean, it was directing. And then one hacks and hacks one, even though Ted Lasso was like at that time, the much more favored show. So that's like kind of what we're talking about with strategy. You want to just like have it. Now, some of these shows don't give an F. Succession did six episodes, I believe, right? Well, so Succession always just submits one episode for writing for Jesse Armstrong. And it's always been the finale. Right. But for so, directing. Uh, unlike usual shows or first season shows, especially that submit the pilot, he submitted the season one finale. Right. Which, as we know, won. Right. And then the season two finale. And now he submitted a season three finale. They typically submit multiple directing episodes, which they again did this year. And they submitted the DJ five when they just swept that category yes. plus Kathy Ann for the disruption. Great yes. episode. So I uh, don't think they'll yes. they'll take up all the slots in also um, drama directing. It was three submissions away from getting eight slots. <laughs> so it's going to be seven slots. So seven um, slobs, how many, let's start with there. How many succession uh, do you think we'll get in? I think Max will get three. Which three? Um, the finale. So all the bells oh. say directed by Mark Mylod. Yeah. Great finale. Yeah. Um, I think Lorene Scafaria can get in for too much birthday. I hope she does because that's a fantastic episode and she's a fantastic director and Hustlers was robbed. Have you watched? Uh, Not yet, but I know J Lo is right. Please, please watch it. <laughs> please watch it. Um, <laughs> and if it gets three, I think what it takes can get in because um, Andre Parekh uh, directed that one, and he won for Hunting last time you recall. Yes, uh, what it takes. As we were just talking, is the one with Justin Kirk and the, yes, the right wing uh, king making of... Republican convention. Yes. <laughs> Not a convention though, but like a, a sneaky, yeah. the, the real, the convention, the real convention, I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's like the king making. The king making. I would say, uh, I think Disruption could get in. I really like that episode. Yeah. I really like that. But I also, I also really like Retired Janitors of Idaho. You know, I love Imaginary Dead Cat. You do love the Imaginary Dead Cat. I'm not as fond as that one as you are. But and I think Lion That's a bottle episode, totally. And I think Lion in the Winter is great. That's the one with our boy uh, Adrian Brody. Love it so much. Robert Polcini and, and Sherry Springer Ber Berman directed that one. Um, definitely love that one. It's really good. But I think Disruption is great. I just love that one. And like we said, the raid and the way it's done at the end is like nice. so good. And then the like, rate me during ship speech. <laughs> incredible, incredible moments for Kendall, even with like the the Z way uh the satire where it's like, I don't know if she knew she was being satirized or not uh, in that episode, but- um, She's yeah. in the episode. What? <laughs> she's in the episode. I know she's in the episode, but I don't think it's a very flattering portrayal of her either. I know it's like her dunking on Kendall, but I never got the sense watching it I that mean, they were like, the writers are like, this is funny. Yeah. We should be rooting for this comic. Um, <laughs> but I, I think Stranger Things will get in. They, they submitted two. The finale of part one and then dear billy which is uh the highlight for sadie sink that sean levy directed and the duffers did this the finale i think i think chapter seven will get in i think chapter seven will get into so that's that's now four and then how much did you say was left three left so i think ben Siller's getting for severance for the finale same so that's, um that's and then great. jason bateman yeah for the ozark finale so then that's it former winner no one left after that and then squid game right so there you go yeah so, so that's you could it. get every... so that's if it's a triple succession. 
there's also a possibility that multiple this is us actors could get in here because they all directed seemingly uh last year yeah they all like took turns in the final season so many um, more chris i don't Allen, think that's gonna happen <laughs> milo ventimiglia and john where this uh, all directed one you know who also self-submitted laura lenny because she directed an ozark this season but who, the person who wasn't submitted was robin wright who also helmed an episode how about uh our boy Michael Mann for the Tokyo Vice pilot. Well, you also talked to him. I did talk to him and uh, <laughs> he's great. And I think he can get into, honestly, the pilot is, is really well done. Um, I, I, well, you, I get, tell everyone, share your story about uh, just regular people watching Tokyo Vice. So I was at a wedding this week, last week. <laughs> And uh, just some stranger at the table we were at at one part of the wedding was uh, talking about stuff. And he was like, oh, you watching the show Tokyo Vice? Just like out of nowhere. And I do feel like it's not just, I do feel like more and more people have like talked about it. It does seem like it built up a lot of momentum and buzz. Yeah, I just don't know. I feel like it would have been better had it was, had it been on, HBO proper like maybe it should have gotten the time slot that the time traveler's wife got I definitely think it would have been more visible if it was on HBO proper and obviously there is a, a world of reasons why people were not as enthusiastic about yes. it on social <laughs> media as they, they probably would have been otherwise but I think in the real world people are watching it because it just is like a compelling thing mm-hmm. that like seems like a cool show right like it just is a great topic and a cool subject and like the style yeah, I, got, really great. I finally got one of my friends to start watching it so he's been watching it and he's into it so uh yeah. the other person i was thinking was maybe like adam mckay for the the pilot of uh winning time i don't r- really see winning time doing much above the line sadly no but you know who else who else i think i could get into directing taylor sheridan I was thinking him too for our, our favorite uh, Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. So for comedy, Joyce, let me go there. Let's see. Uh, this is when I was like, this is wrong. The defense was wrong. You're, you're wrong. No, the defense is wrong. <laughs> no. You, I am right. You have to do in the accent. <laughs> the defense was wrong. We'll do this. And I'm going to be doing a lot of that. Uh, and when we do the Oscars in a, in a next tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow night, because uh, just love that. My favorite movie, <laughs> my cousin Vinny so good i thought goodfellas was your favorite movie goodfellas is my favorite movie my cousin Vinny is definitely up there though i've seen it 50 million times the defense was wrong (laughs) uh hack submitted there will be blood which is the season two premiere uh for lucia and yellow obviously won this category last year as well right for comedy directing yes now the hacks finale should have been submitted that's like okay, but I already explained to you why. I know why because they wanted Lucia to win, right? Like that's the idea. So here, they're again being strategic. Yes, she they submitted one. She directed most of the episodes in season two, and the only reason she didn't direct the season two finale is because she went into labor. Right. So she, I think they said she went into labor early while she was directing the penultimate episode, so she was still directing at home like from a feed before she went to the hospital so she they just brought in Trent O'Donnell 
uh, to direct the finale because the other director of the season is Paul W. Downs who directed like the middle two, two yeah. episodes I think but he and Lucia are married if you don't know yes so obviously he didn't direct the finale either right so they're they were just never gonna submit Trent O'Donnell who basically just did them a favor and yes. directed the finale but he directed the gonna... best episode of it the doesn't whole show. matter also it's like this hex is a top two show and it doesn't matter in the nomination phase because if you want to vote for hex you only have one choice so you're going to vote for her right now it'll get in obviously and but i just think it won't win because i think barry will probably win here with bill Hader. well barry did exactly what i thought it was going to do um which is they, they only had two directors in season three, Bill Hader and Alec Berg. And I figured they would sacrifice Alec and not submit him right. to focus on Bill because Bill really wants a directing one. <laughs> and seven, 710 North is the best episode of the season with the chase. Right. Um, so that's exactly what they did. They only submitted one. So last time in season two, uh, they submitted both of them and Bill directed Ronnie and Lily. And if you recall, it lost to a sweeping flea bag. Yes. Yeah. So I like I think Bill can win and I have him winning directing. Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't have to worry about two Barry episodes being nominated now. So all the Barry supporters can just vote for him. Um, but there is a world where if Hacks is winning series and it's on a roll that Lucia just wins again. So, I mean, you know, I could see winning writing because they did submit the proper episode for writing. I think, I think uh, Hacks is winning writing again. Which is the finale, which is the best episode of the season and probably the best episode of anything this year. I thought the Hacks finale is so good. But so um, the thing is, is the director manager is the laziest too. Right. I, I don't think they're going to win. I do think Barry's going to win though. I think if it was, I guess my thought was Barry might have still won against even the, the Hacks finale. But I think if the Hacks finale was in there for pound for pound quality you could argue that it should win but i don't think i mean we like to think quality matters but it doesn't, it doesn't. Matter. like these these people gave two game of thrones episode writing awards and nominated the iron throne so yeah that's fair uh ted <laughs> lasso just, joins... they just vote for like what they like their favorite show um their favorite people and yeah like they both these shows did the smart thing and just submitted one episode in directing because it's also directing is also the most vote splitty branch. We yes. saw that last year. That's why I predicted hacks to win directing because I was like, Ted Lasso is not winning because that's three. Right. Um, and so we this saw year, that. Ted Lasso has, has, has four potential. Yeah, okay. they submitted four in directing and two in writing this year. And I, I have to say, submitting Beard After Hours is such a, is a, is a flex, it's, I think. It's almost a, a troll job. Even the people involved with Ted Lasso know people did not like that episode. Brett Goldstein, I interviewed for the WGA and he wrote that episode and he was like, yeah, people didn't like that one that much. You know, it was like a very polarizing episode because it was a bottle episode. Or how both those shows, Hacks and Ted in their first seasons had 10 episodes and Hacks this season had eight and Ted had 12. And I got to say, they both should have had 10 again. Hacks was too rushed. Ted Lasso was too long. Uh, so they should have had 10. But I think, I think Hacks had eight because of her pregnancy and everything and obviously and COVID I'd imagine too yeah. it was yeah I, I'm sure that's what it was but it could have used another two um but yeah so the Ted Lasso beer after hours huge flex and then the other ones I, I think we talked about this last year 
And I love Ted Lasso. And I know you're not as big of a fan as I am, but I would say a lot of the episodes run together, except for like the standalones, like the beard one or the Christmas one. Yeah, that's that was definitely, I also watched, I mean, I binged it all it's in one day. Much easier um, to binge. And I, with Hacks, I feel like it's much more. You can differentiate them. Especially this season because it was like a road trip one. So it's like the lesbian cruise, even though that's not, it's not a submission. When you're thinking of the season, you're like the finale, the, uh, the bar one with her mom, right? Like there's ways to go through it. And you're just like, oh, it's very easy. I guess for Ted Lasso, you could sort of do that. Like the Rebecca funeral one, I think we'll get the Ted Lasso nomination. Yeah, like that, that I think I would get into writing and directing. Um, Yeah, there's only, but like, I guess, like the quote unquote, like regular episodes, you can't really differentiate. So the only two I could differentiate and they're actually both up for directing are the the funeral one and then the rainbow, which is uh, the the, rom-com. the Roy Kent rom com, and I think that could get into that's like. But a again, big... that's not a regular, you know. Right. The other ones all kind of blend together. Um. So, I don't know. I, you know, I could see Ted Lasso getting two, and I think Barry. I think so. Barry for directing. I think Barry hacks. Yeah. Ted for funeral. I think Ted for funeral and get Rainbow. another. Which one? I think Ted for funeral and Rainbow. I think Barry and Hacks, that's four. Is this a seven as well? This is a seven. Um, and remember, one spot has to be reserved for a multicam. So remember that. Right. Um, I think uh, Abbott Elementary is getting in for the pilot. I agree. And then Abbott Elementary. And then I think, well. I think Maisel can come back. Yes. And then what's the multicam? The multicam. So last year it was B positive, um, uh, which has since been canceled. So. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think Pam Fryman can get in for uh, How I Met Your Father. Mm-hmm. It's pretty so, yeah, recognizable like, name, recognizable IP. Nominated that for I, him, so. Yeah, that's IP I'm familiar with. Yes. Uh, how about Alex Boros and Neo, Nero? So. How about Chris Miller for After Party? <sighs> I wish. They wisely submitted Jasper uh, for directing mm-hmm. and also. For writing, Not, they did Maggie. For writing. They did Maggie for writing, which is the finale. But uh, probably should have done it for writing, too. I think the Yasper episode is, is the, the pinnacle of the show. It is the best episode. Um, and I understand it as a directing submission. And, and I understand why they went with Maggie for writing, because that's yeah. the finale and when everything comes together. So, What, else, what other ones? Uh, we, were, we were talking about some of these blurbs here. I'm going to find this. I, I, I want to just read the... <laughs> The offer Hawkeye blurb for Save the City. Just one of the worst. You read, I'll read the offer one and then you do the Save the City one. The oh. offer one is a uh, beloved offer. Love the show. Sincerely love it. Had so much fun watching it. They chose the finale for writing and also it's who we are when they go to Sicily. But for the finale, which is called Brains and Balls, The Godfather is released to rave reviews and box office records. Drama unfolds at the 45th Academy Awards. Alvaretti looks to the future in his next project. Incredible stuff. We know what that next project is. It's the longest yard. Which Al one says, says, take the Godfather part two and stick it where the sun don't shine. I'm going out on my own. I'm making the longest yard and we're winning a golden globe. And he does it. Also, I love that it's a drama unfolds at the 45th Academy Awards. Because they think they're gonna, they, the way they they edit that. I I I think the finale aired last week. It has actually yes, aired. Yes. 
the way they edit that together, it's just like they Coppola loses, right? Best director, and they're just like, uh, we're gonna lose. It's not gonna win. I should have known. <laughs> it's just it's a lot of like audience shots. Um, not a lot of audience though. It's like four people. No, it's like one aisle basically. <laughs> and it's like, just a very darkly lit, but the best is when it does win in best picture and Miles Teller has to, he does like a slow-mo walk to the stage and he just like grabs the Oscar. Because what if that offer is like a canary in the coal mine for Top Gun Maverick winning best picture? Why go ahead and predict Miles Teller. I almost had it in for And the Oscar. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll, you know what? We're in the midst of a great Miles Teller renaissance because I watched Spiderhead. Did you get to watch that on Netflix yet? I did not watch that. No. <laughs> awesome. And he rules. Movie is so good. Just but because what, what I did watch was his interview um, on Seth, I think. Yeah, when he talked about how he got jet fuel in his blood and yes. he wanted to brag about it to Tom Cruise and he was like, kid, I was born with it. It's the best Tom Cruise. I cannot get enough Tom Cruise stories. I interviewed Miles Teller for the offer, Joyce. Uh, you can check that out. I, on our I know YouTube. you did, but you're not predicting him. No, I had him in. I had. I took him out. I, I might. I could see putting him back in, and I could actually see him getting nominated too, because I think the offer is like people love a Hollywood story, and like a lot of people, like again in my real life, have been like, you know what? I watched the offer, and it's a lot of fun. You it's know who else watched watch. offer? Al Pacino. Yes, he loved it. Mm-hmm. Big it's about his life why wouldn't he watch it i wonder what he thinks of the guy doing al pacino anthony Ippolito. i thought he he was actually decent i know he got it went that clip of him then uh went viral it's good though i didn't even even in the clip that everybody was dunking on i'm like it's actually not bad i don't think he's no bad. i don't think i don't think it was bad i think it's like again i think if i think if you're like super like film twitter in that sphere the show is not for you no but it's highly entertaining and it's a very easy watch yeah it's for people who have a sense of humor about themselves and the world (laughs) so (laughs) if you don't have a sense of humor again like we've talked about like it doesn't very murky timelines you you don't know when like things are happening it's just you just have to go with it it's very murky timeline it does not seemingly take itself very too seriously but it is like very it's like a very it's a it's just a lot of like juice. It's like, it's like high class gossip. You know what I mean? It's like all backstage stuff. And you're like, oh, is this what really happened? I don't know, but it's a great story. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's super entertaining. So I'm like, not surprised people don't like it, but I don't think they'll get in. But anyway, I don't know. I don't even know how we got here on Miles Teller choice. That's how I lost. We're reading the blurb. <laughs> That's right. So read me the, what was the one you were going to read? Save the, the City. The Hawkeye one for yes. their song, Save the City. Please this read it. Blurb. Archer, Cade Bishop, lands in the middle of a criminal conspiracy, forcing Hawkeye out of retirement. That does not tell you a single thing about the damn song, which is the theme from their musical within the show, Rogers the Musical. And it's a great song, written by Mark Trayman, who got in last year for a song no one's heard of. So I think he can still get in this year. Um, But yeah, just not the best blurb. But you know who had good blurbs? Atlanta for their guest actors really good ones so before we get to that, I want to I want to just point this out Nicholas Bertel could be a double no, a, a triple nominee I guess because we have Succession obviously he picked the penultimate episode uh for Succession which what was your what were your thoughts on that um it's good you know uh I was uh, of course listening to the soundtrack again over the weekend yes um can't can't go wrong really 
with any episode. And that has the dick pic. It does. And it has it has the Kendall like fake fake yeah. out. And it's a great episode. I was like, this song, I think the, the track that we love the most is from Disruption because it's the raid. The FBI yeah. raid is so yeah. good. And I think they bring that back a little bit in the finale. So I was kind of surprised he didn't go in the finale, but Shantashire mm-hmm. or Shantashire, whatever it is, uh, is great. But then he has Winning Time as a score with uh, Robert Glasper. And then he has an original song from Winning Time that he co-wrote called Corrupt in Los Angeles. Which is just upsetting because he didn't submit L to the OG. Correct. But he submitted this. Yeah. So, so. he could get in there at times three. Um, I don't think he will, but... I don't think he will either. I definitely think we'll get him for succession, though. I know. We need to get him to win this time because Ludwig is not around. <laughs> I will say uh, a random like sh- dart throw. I would really love the Dan Romer score for Station Eleven to get in. Back to that. It's a great score. Um... Yeah, obviously the Loki score we've talked about. Love it. No notes. Um, and then for, okay. for Girls by Eva Joyce, they submitted uh, two songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, BPE. Yes, Big Pussy Energy. Absolutely banging. Just love it. And then uh, Bend Not Break. Yeah, that's their first single off Returnity. So Bend Not Break is actually like a legit song. Yeah, and it's also, it's funny because that that whole storyline and that song exists because Paula Pell needed real knee replacement surgery yes. last summer. Joyce, you interviewed Paula Pell. I did, I interviewed Paula Pell. Tell, tell me about it. So she, she had previously had a knee replacement like years ago and she said it collapsed. So she needed a new surgery last summer. So she called Meredith Scartino and was like, hopefully this won't disrupt production too much. And then they're like, oh my God, this is a perfect story. It's such a glorious storyline. So they wrote it in that Gloria needed a knee replacement, which she gets in the first episode because she does a death drop and busts her knee. And then it, it carries through to the end of the season as they're recording the album. And their first single is Bend Not Break, which is inspired by Gloria's knee surgery. And just the whole mess is just like how they have each other's backs to carry the weight when one can't like carry the burden themselves. Um, so if it wasn't for Paula Pell, that song would not exist. And it's written and that, by Sarah Bareilles. Yeah, and that song could get Sarah Bareilles a nomination, which would be nice. Uh, BPE is your boy Jeff Richmond, Merritt Scardino, and Ava Coleman. And the, yeah, these. That, that's a, a banger. That's a good one. Really good. Uh, uh, it great. Didn't a, it didn't get any song nominations last year, which is very sad. So I no. don't know what to do. I hopefully I mean like it's that the same problem it's like are people watching it who's watching it that kind of yeah thing. so it was it was a fun season um and now they're on tour hopefully if there's a season three <laughs> the other uh songs that could be here Phoebe Bridgers for uh your fave conversations with friends bad texts um I thought that could get in and I was thinking actually there's a couple of euphoria possibilities yeah which I think they, one of those can get in. Elliot's song seemingly is like a decent one from the finale. Then also uh, I'm Tired, which is a Rue song. I was wondering when we were talking about directing, I actually didn't bring this up, but I can Sam Levinson get in? Euphoria only submitted one for directing with Sam Levinson. It's the fifth episode, uh, which is a very Rue-centric episode that plays like uh, a darker, even darker version of Good Time, I would argue. It's like his Safdie Brothers movie. 
I, I don't think it'll get in because I don't think it's it's no. I think it's too cool, but it's not a bad pick. No, I I think I mean I think strategically he made the correct choice. Yes. Um, but I don't think it's getting in. And then we started with after party choice. Let's end there. Do you think two shots will get in? I hope so. <laughs> you only get one shot. Um, I don't even know how many slots there are in music and lyrics I haven't counted. Well, there's nine, the ballad is 99 deep, uh, 99 pages deep. Well, that's all the music yes. categories though. But still, that's a lot of, that's not, it's a lot of music. A lot of music. Um, I think last year had six, maybe? I don't know. So I think, okay, so I think Hawkeye will get in. Mm. Oh, I, oh, there's like that, this is a song written mm-hmm. by Mandy Moore's husband. Yep. Taylor Dolls. I think that can get in. I think Euphoria, will Euphoria get one or two? I think just one. I think it'll just get Elliot's song because it's more memorable, even though it's not okay. Zendaya singing. So that's three. I think Maisel, Maisel has a song. Yeah. So Maisel. Um, do you think any Schmigadoon song can get in? I don't, know. So you're going to choose After Party over Schmigadoon? Yes. It's more memorable. No offense to Schmigadoon. But I just think like, after party is like listenable beyond the show. Um, yeah. So wait, was that five? Yeah. Like I think there's like enough room for it to get something. Right. Um, I mean, I'll be holding out for BPE though. I know. I mean, if Girls Five Eva can't get a song nomination for the second year in a row, what are we doing here? I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> guys. <laughs> Guys, come on. If you're watching also, this Also, SNL, far, remember, remember when we did our music episode, we were talking about the Squid Game parody on SNL. They did not submit that one, so. I found one, I saw somebody put up the other day, we, we'll end here, but I, I, of a, a, a Taxi Driver musical. Did you see that going viral? That was from like the 90s yes. SNL? Yes. Just incredible. I didn't watch it, though. It's really good. You should actually watch the clip. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, for Joker 2, which will be a musical. I can't wait to talk about that on Oscar ads. We're typing in like three years. Lady Gaga again. Just bring it back to House of Gucci. Cannot wait. Lady Gaga was robbed. I'm gonna end, we'll end it there, but really, truly should have won an Oscar. Uh, New York Film Critics Circle was dead on right to give her an award. Uh, no notes on that performance. A perfect performance. Joyce, this was so much fun. We'll, we'll be back here tomorrow in our recording time, but at a future date on YouTube and, and our, our site to do the 1993 Oscar ceremony. Work on that accent. The defense was wrong. It's not that bad. I'll come up. I'll, I'll do it good. I used to do the whole thing. I don't okay, need this. You need to do the whole thing then tomorrow. <laughs> Lisa, I don't need this. I got a judge who's aching to throw me in jail. An idiot who wants to fight me for $200. Uh, I don't even, that's not even a patchy impression. Joyce, I'll work on it. We'll it's talk. It's too late. It's too late. Goodbye. <laughs> For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby.